Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, sorry, I messed that up. I gotta restart. You did. Oh my gosh. Barbie, Start from the beginning. Shut up. Barbies and Kens, welcome back to Backstage Cinema, the best destination for all things movies, movie making, and more. I'm your host, Ken. I'm your other host, literally me. And we are joined by the Movie Vault Podcast, a.k.a. Zach. And Ben. You're sp- okay, you're supposed to say Ken. No, you're Whatever. supposed to say Ken and Ken. All right, Ken start from the top again. Right, <laughs> we messed we'll it up it. already. Hi, I'm Ken. I'm Ken. And I'm Ken. And I'm Ken. And the Kenergy is real tonight. Mm. On your, what's your your Kenergy scale on a scale of one to yes? What I'd is what's the scale? One to probably, Ken. It's probably uh, Kenteen right now. Kenteen. Kenteen. Oh, dang. Yeah. I've never been to Kenteen. That's, that's I mean, this far. is four boys kenning around a table right now. I mean, we are literally kenning. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because mm-hmm. think about what kenning was. Having the podcast were referenced, brewskis were referenced, mm-hmm. everything that's happening right now. See, now referenced. all we need to do is just degrade women and talk Zach, about how hey, great Zach, the Zach Snyder is. was yeah. also mentioned. I do want to put okay, that Zach out Okay, Zach Snyder. There. All right, there's our mention right there. Yeah. The Godfather. The Godfather. We reviewed that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. It was. See, we can. It was we a can. direct. It was a direct can. reference to yeah. us. I can. You can. He can. She horses, can. We all can. Liking horses is bad. I matter. Anybody like horses? You matter. No. Sure. We matter. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but how yeah, you, how you boys doing? Man, it's been a splendid journey. It has. Mm-hmm. Ben and I have been through ups and downs. We have my ups or his downs and vice versa. And vice versa. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I'm really busy. Sometimes, well. Zach's always really busy. But sometimes I'm just manage. really busy. Somehow we manage. But right? sometimes, somehow we've kept this boat afloat. Mm-hmm. Somehow yeah, throughout dude. all of it. It's because I'm the skipper, he's the captain. Yeah. Yeah. And then sometimes I'm the captain and he's the maiden. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the maiden in distress. <laughs> Some, yeah, oh, no, sometimes the, I'm ma- the maiden, the maiden in uh, a newfound strong independence. A Ooh, maiden yeah. I don't know. On the verge that, of actually. presidency? Question mark. Yeah. Question possibly. mark. Yeah. <laughs> Quite possibly. I actually don't think so, but. Okay. We Ben and I have been great. We've been doing a lot of episodes. We're coming up on our 100th episode soon. Very Woo-hoo. soon. Yeah, on the movie vault. Go check us out. We just hit our 50, and then we basically said the whole summer's done. We're we're, <laughs> yeah, we're like, yeah. I mean, well, we go work now. We've had that. We've had that happen. I will yeah. say, you guys times. are catching up at an alarming rate. <laughs> yeah, like for the when we started compared to when you started, you. Sh- we should be further ahead than we currently. We've had are. a backlog, which has helped. It's helped us get quicker. That's true. That's further true. along. Anyways, this is our first time having Zach on the podcast, though. I, yeah. I did think that, that, is, really? that is true. This is the first this time is... having you on, but this is probably the 99th time you've been mentioned on our podcast. Could you guess why? You're a running why? joke on the podcast. Oh, I've heard my name a couple times. Do you know why? <laughs> I think because I don't why. follow you yeah, guys or I, something. I know right? Right? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. On what? Twitter? Uh, no. No, Instagram. our Instagram, bro. Uh, Come on. You're I, the only person that is still requested to follow. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like it was It was just ignored. Uh, I don't check that. Sorry. No, uh, it's been a year. Whatever. Any, anyways. <laughs> maybe, maybe, I, maybe, so I it. maybe I saw it here and there. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I don't know if I should accept it. My thumb was tired. <laughs> it. It has been – well, actually, I don't know when this is going to come out. This might come out before your guys' episode. This might not. We talked to Oppenheimer with you guys. Oppenheimer is part of a two-part bizarre experience that we're calling Barbenheimer. Mm-hmm. We survived Oppenheimer. Now we're going to survive Barbie. But mm-hmm. we didn't survive Barbie. Do we want to yeah. just get this out of the way? Because we didn't actually finish the movie. So we're going to review it 
but not really. I think we. I mean, we all saw enough that we know what. And we we what saw a good majority oh, of. We the can movie. review Barbie. We realistically, we, we realistically missed fifteen minutes, probably ten, but five of distraction. So there, I think we all know that we're just getting into spoilers. There is a scene, and there was a song that came out earlier, which was the big. I don't want to say it's the big song, but uh, Ryan Gosling actually has an original song in this, which I will admit was pretty funny. However, weirdly enough, right as it got like the most energetic, the lights came on and the alarm started going off. And I don't know if it was just me, but I think everyone was kind of like, is this part of like, is this part of it for a second? Which is like, we're so spoiled to think that. Like, yeah. It's like when they were sending over the movie file, you know how like online you can have like a, oh, like a note for something extra or whatever, yeah. but it's always left empty. And this one, they're like, hey, can you guys like turn the lights turn, on, turn the, lights on yeah. the alarms at what the end of this song? What was happening at the exact moment that that? Like was right when the, the musical, it, it was when they were dressed in all black, and it was it was literally in the line. So like everyone is finally like splitting apart, and it ends with Ryan Gosling, and then right as he does this arm motion is when it went on. Mm-hmm. The timing was perfect. It felt like it was re- like part yeah. of the movie. And at first, everyone was like, "And I got the chills." Yeah, but <laughs> but <laughs> whoa! But then everyone starts standing up, and I can't. I don't know if anyone in our group stood up but then we were kind of like do we just wait around and people were leaving the people were coming back and then the alarm didn't go off and obviously none of us will remember this particular part because it was just kind of bizarre but then one of the workers came in and very threateningly but also i'll give him credit he needed to yeah told in that to situation he had to be very forceful yeah. i think yeah. we had one very strong wonderful lovely lady from what i could tell who's all like Where's fire? Where's fire? I can't Where's see fire. It. I don't see the smoke. Yeah, well, the there's a fire in the building. Oh, there yeah. was literally an it. exit door right at the front of the theater. We would have known if there was a fire in our direct theater. We could easily get out. Yeah. We were the only theater not evacuated. Now, it definitely had a weird smell when we were leaving. So it probably was a fire, but none of us know where. Well, Actually, what, it was a it fire. Was, it, was likely because a, there were, it was likely a small fire of some kind. Yeah, because a small contained fire. They did call the fire department. Caused by Oppenheimer. And people did clap when, when the fire department, yeah. which they were probably thrilled about. But There were yeah, probably, the what, people. 300, 400 people just waiting yeah. around from all of the theaters. And I felt bad because, obviously, I don't remember the time exactly, but I think it was like 1030, 1040 when we went out. Uh, and 1030? 10, yeah. And one of the Oppenheimer films had literally just started like maybe 10, 20 minutes ago. And I don't think there's a single moment of that movie that, like, this could happen and it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> you miss, like, 10% of the plot every second. Yeah. So that happened, and then we waited around for, what, maybe 40 minutes? Like, it was a while, but it went by pretty quick, I feel like. Yeah. And even when the alarm first went off, I feel like we, sta- we stayed in the theater watching the movie while the alarm was going off for a good seven, eight minutes yeah. until the guy forced us out. And we kind of said that. We were like, we'll leave when somebody yells at us. And then somebody did yell. Well, the thing is, the alarms actually stopped going off. Yeah. So you thought maybe so it's you thought okay. Maybe, and but people the started coming back in. The thing. Yeah. People started coming back in. Yeah. Although there was one I lady that done. came back in. She's like, we're all just waiting in the hallway. It doesn't matter. Nobody <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was, it was that was lady like, yeah, who's like, sure. where's the fire? We believe you. Yeah. Yeah. But we we waited around forever. They did say at one point. (laughs) We did. But they said at one point, they're like, give us 10 minutes. We're going to figure this out. And then well over 10 minutes went by. And I obviously there's no real way to get that amount of people back upstairs in a calmly fashion, get in their seats and then have somehow them restart from those particular points. So 
they did they made the right decision and just said we're gonna give you guys a refund um yeah which for me i think i deserve for watching barbie Probably. we're about we're about to get into that but before so. we do i would just like you all to just close your eyes and imagine it is christmas day christmas morning a a genie appears to you or some apparition you can't quite tell maybe it's the Santa. ghost of christmas uh future or present or whatever Pass. and they 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 show up to your little five-year-old self and they're like hey one day you're gonna be a young man in your 20s <laughs> and there's gonna be this movie that comes out called the barbie movie super pink super girly and you're gonna go in that theater and you're gonna be hyped what what would little five-year-old you think in that moment, would you mm. be like, nah, bull crap, that ain't going to happen? Or like, <laughs> yes, I knew this day would come. Walk me through what you're feeling. You can open your eyes now. Well, I feel my tiny little hands, and I clap them together. I say, <laughs> yes, for freedom. <laughs> no, Equality. <laughs> Down would, with the patriarchy. <laughs> I would probably be like, no way. He goes, yeah, I would rule the world. <laughs> I wouldn't agree with it. Either. I wouldn't. I wouldn't agree with that. Like, I, would, no. I wouldn't believe it either. Especially since I wore a pink blazer to this. I would not believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Especially. Yeah. The dressing up part really adds to it, too. Yeah. I'd be down. I think I think we all looked fly, bro. I thought yeah. I looked pretty sweet. <laughs> I would start thinking, oh, maybe it's because I'd be going with my wife or, or maybe I yeah. have a sister or something. <laughs> and I'll go with them. I'll be excited because I get to see them happy or something. But no. We all consciously decided as <laughs> as a group of dudes. Yeah, as a group of dudes in our twenties. There was one was girl there? who was a girlfriend of one of the guys who was there who was part of the group. Really? The other fourteen people were guys. I so. didn't even see the girl. See, I don't Yeah, know. she was clear well, she was in front. You weren't even in the row. She so. must have been short. Yeah. Dang bro, why a way to throw women under the bus calling them short. My gosh. That's her fault. With that being said, mm-hmm. Well, I was going to say, let's jump into it. Let's not. Like, going into this film, obviously, we kind of already talked on Euros, so we're not going to talk about, like, this was such a weird experience going in. But the second Ryan Gosling got casted, it, it, it was right at the rise of the drive memes, which I said I drive probably, like, 30 times throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. However, this is when the hype level just completely escalated because... It was going to be, this movie was bound to be popular, but then you get the film bros in and film bros completely take over social media. Was the hype deserved? What were our thoughts about the hype before the movie? I always thought that the hype behind this movie always had an ironic tinge, which means that no matter what happened with the movie, it was going to be a success. Kind of like Minions Because last if it year. was bad, they would just say it was ironic, so it's fine kind of like yeah morbius and minion minions but if it's not a success then it is what it is so yeah or if it is you're 100 percent right and my problems with this movie aren't that it didn't live up to the hype in some ironic way my problems are different completely different i just think that it's an ironic Ironic gesture. We're all, we all went in exactly the same way that people dressed up in suits, the minions. Yeah. And we knew mm-hmm. what we were getting into. I wouldn't say For exactly the, the same way because it was Greta Gerwig. Yeah. I did have some expectations. Illumination is trash. That is my opinion. I just think oh, everything I they put out is that. kind I of awful. Me. Okay, okay, but it's still not great. Really <laughs> no, it's amazing. Okay. We can disagree on that one. 
Yeah. But what were, what were your thoughts? Because we've talked about it on our podcast. So you guys already know our thoughts. About I'm, Ryan Gosling being? The whole thing. I mean, I think thing? this was in my top. This is my number six. What was this on your top ten? I think it was in yours, right? It was like probably top five. Yeah. For the year. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the year. Um, I mean, I think walking into it, I knew exactly how I would feel walking out of it. Maybe not exactly. Yeah. But like, like you said, Ben, like there's really, really not a way that it can fail. Because it all depends on how you view success. If you view success as just people watching the movie and getting a lot of money, then it's going to be successful because everybody's going to want to do that. If you view successful as just like, oh, it's a good movie with good meaning, then maybe it's different because I have qualms with that as well. But like, there's there's lots of different ways that you could view and measure success. But for me, it was still a successful experience. Very much I so. I, I agree. I think that was, again, all of I, I mean, my mentality to everyone's. I thought it was going to be a fun time. Everyone was going to dress up. I will say when the first trailer came out, my expectations rose dramatically because the 2001 A Space Odyssey, like literally one for one exactly how it was. I was like, this is great. Mm-hmm. I It would have been cool if the whole movie was kind of like inspired by all these different film genres and films, which it was, but it was a lot of like, there was one other scene that I can't remember what it was. I was talking about this after the movie, and I couldn't remember what it was then either. But it, that was directly inspired by some other film. There were a lot of like moments that felt that way. But I don't know. I guess we can just jump into it, unless there yes have anything else to add. Because yeah, no, I love the intro. I thought it was great. I love that they mm-hmm. used the babies instead of the bones. Yeah, I love yep. watching little baby dolls get smashed. I thought it was awesome. Like that's just mm-hmm. a weird introduction to show Barbie. It's like yeah, this but it but it's very true too. This isn't the Barbie that you know. This yeah, is a P, this is a more adult version. You know. Yeah, the jokes really. The jokes got, were phenomenal. The beach off joke, incredible. I love that. <laughs> yeah. What was the other yeah. one? The genitalia joke was pretty fire as yeah. well. <laughs> oh, I have all of the genitalia, yeah. whatever. Yeah, <laughs> and I said, and then the phallic tower and all yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> it was but, clever. Yeah. I guess do we just t- do we want to talk about our thoughts after the film and then kind of get into our highs and lows? Because obviously we didn't finish the movie. So what were like mm, yeah. our like the first thing that you thought of once we had to evacuate? I was thinking I was thinking well first I was like okay, is there actually a fire? But that's aside the aside the point. I was yeah. thinking like where is this movie going? And we didn't see the last 10 minutes or five minutes or whatever. But we get the gist, I And the think. gist of it was Ken's got to go find himself as well, just like Barbie has to go find herself. And, like, they're not defined by just these stereotypical men or women or whatever. And I was like, they really, to me, it's like, I was thinking, like, they really disservice Ken. So that that was my last thought when I walked out of the theater. And I love Ken. Yeah. I think what really summed up the, the movie was when there was a big standing or like clapping ovation. Oh man. For Look, yeah. The rant by the the America Ferrara. America Ferrara character. Which America Ferrara was she in? She's in Superstore. Not in Doctor Strange. No. You're thinking of America Madness. Chavez, which yeah, is America the, Chavez. Oh, she's like name. she is in Superstore, yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Okay. Move, but you, you should do this like long seven minute yeah. thing, right? Yeah, long seven minute thing about how all these different things about women, lost which was, you know, it was what it was, and then people clapped. 
And you could just feel the energy in the room. Like halfway through, you knew it, I knew it was going to happen. Gosh, oh, it yeah. was so obvious. But here's yeah. the thing. As men, I think I can say this because this is our podcast. We There's nothing we can say about this scene because we're not women. Yeah, that's true. So like you noticed all the women and girls clapped and we're all just kind of like. But the movie also did really <laughs> generalize men a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it like. And it sort of had this weird irony where it was like Ken was like put in the position of a wo- what they viewed as a woman at the start of the movie. And then he mm-hmm. got to feel mm-hmm. he was like, Barbie, it doesn't feel as good now that I'm the one or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like, I guess that made it a little more even, but it was still like a lot of generalization was occurring. Yeah. This movie has a lot of stereotypes. Yeah. A lot of satire stereotypes, but sometimes to its downfall. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad our foot's in the door right now because, so I won't go. I won't be. I'm not. A, I'm not a sexist. Listen. No, don't start. Don't start that. Don't start Listen. Start. All, I'm, all I'm saying is, they used hyperbole to represent our culture, right? Did yeah, they or did they, they did, not? They use did hyperbole use hyperbole to represent they did. our culture, and then they used it as a literal translation of how we should change. So they used America Ferrera's um, rant was a reaction to the hyperbole expressed throughout the beginning of the film. And she was applying it to our society. Now an, yeah. I- an ill representation of who we are as a, whatever, a country world, whatever. I think those problems exist. I don't think at all that they're generalized in any way yeah. to all men, including myself. I don't think I've done any of those things that she said, literally, except for mansplaining. Sometimes I fall into that. I do. I yeah. promise. But I don't think any of the rest of the, <laughs> I've never had a girlfriend. I've never been able to do any Riz. of those things. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, my riz is really low, or whatever they say that. I don't know. <laughs> His riz me. It's like those really cringe ads at the start where they're like saying "yeet" still, and you're like, "Okay, oh, oh, yeah. oh that was just the worst." That was very clearly. I I, I do want to mention the ad real quick. That was 100 percent accurate to the time when that was filmed. But by the time they released it, they were onto the next stuff. That was yeah, cringy. Definitely. They shouldn't have even tried. That was the moral of that story. Yeah. Carbon date your stuff. It's annoying. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. funny. Yeah, that was that's my only thought at the moment. That's all I have to say, and that theme applies to every scene. Yeah, I guess. Do you do you have any thoughts on that, or because we can dive into that a lot more in a couple of minutes, I think. Yeah. Uh, real quickly though, uh, I would say with any film, whether it's this one or ones in the past or ones in the future, something I would caution, I guess, filmmakers or even just audiences with in general is, if you have a problem with something, the best way to go about it is not tearing tearing someone else down to put yourself up yeah and i think that can kind of happen like it can be it can rub people the wrong way of like oh if like you generalize like oh all of men are this way or all women are this way then like people are gonna walk out thinking like oh am i that way or whatever and it's kind of Mm -hmm. it's an unnecessary way of going about it because it's because it comes down to that generalization it's not like separating that there's oh there's certain women who act this way or there's certain men who act this way it's like no this is how women act this is how men act yeah and i think the moment you put everybody in a big can like that or a big bubble you lose the personalization excuse me you lose the um (laughs) let him go yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) you lose like the humanity behind it because now it's just like it's a hive mind mentality of like oh this is just how the group thinks or this is just how how it is because all men think this way or all women think this way it's like no let's 
Let's judge things based on an individual basis. Let's set a standard for how everybody should act, and let's judge things based off an individual basis. That's true. So yeah. I think if we're going to go about trying to amend things or trying to raise up other people, the best way to do that isn't by tearing others down or by generalizing them and then tearing them down. Yeah. That's just my two cents. It's because everything has to be like sort of a systemic issue. Like It's like people don't want to blame the individual so much to the fault that they start the making it a like always a systemic issue yeah. about everything. And so they can only view it as it being a problem with men instead of individual men. Yeah. So that brings up my thoughts, Ike, specifically. How could this movie have been done to raise up instead of tear down? Oh, that's a deep question. Uh, well, first, I'd want to see the end of the movie before, <laughs> yeah, before, before I make any any big statements like that. But um, I guess I'll have to I'd have to cook on that a little bit more, and I have to finish the movie first. Yeah, because like I don't want to say something and then be like, oh, then well, that actually did happen. So like, I, I love I, your I cooking wanna... cooking verbiage in this podcast. Cooking? Yeah, hey, we, hey, we do a bit of a cooking. Lot, yeah. we'd, we'd be ratting and we'd be a two in. Yeah, we'd be a ratatouing. I would say. I, I really don't know how I feel about this because I, I'll be honest. I think that this is a, a good message, but I think where the issue played, or actually let, let me, let me just make real brief. All right. So obviously this movie is about Barbie. Uh, and at the beginning it kind of talks about how Barbie, and I think that this is a very fair way to put it because Barbie is this entire universe is just ran by the Barbies. They're of the assumption that the real world is ran the exact same way. Barbie's person who plays with Barbie, I guess, isn't, they said she was sad, which was a really like, there's a much better way to make that make more logical sense, but it has to yeah. go to the real world, find out who it is, figure out the issue. Ken, because he's actually a creep, <laughs> gets in the back of the vehicle. They go to the real world and the real world is where the first problem lied, where they get there and everyone is like weirdly sexualizing her saying some of the craziest things that I don't know. Like, uh, yes, people do say this in real life, but not like in this mass not setting like as quickly as. Yeah. Or as rapidly as this happens. And this was like one of the first scenes that we actually saw leaked online is where she, uh, she gets slapped in the butt. But I kind of forgot. That was like, okay, I know you did that as a joke, but that's like a little. Yeah. This is where I'm like, I know where this movie's going to go. Yeah. 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 So that was, I guess, where the first problem lied. And again, it's not a, I, again, it's the whole like individual part to the whole. Like, you know. So maybe like bouncing off of that, maybe this will help answer your question, uh, Zach. I think maybe the way to go about like raising up or like without tearing down is by setting a standard first of what we should follow instead of saying this is the way it is and this is bad and this is good. It's like, no, this is this is what good is. There are people or groups that don't meet that level of good. Here's how we can help them get to that level instead of just generalizing like broad like this is the way it is across the spectrum this is the way it always is and this is the way it always will be so these people need to take power instead it should be here's the very best that you can be here's the very best that i can be here's yeah. where we're at now here's how gotcha. we can get there i see that the the tough part about me is fitting that into this story only because and i'm i completely agree with you but i see it being a tough thing to fit in the story because they can't let the real world be the good example right because yeah, it yeah. needs to challenge the real world. And the Barbie world has to be like mm -hmm. almost a feminist paradise. Yeah. yeah. Almost like am uh, the Amazonian women in uh, yeah. 
diet principle. It's a Diana. Wonder yeah. Woman. Wonder yeah. Woman. Wonder Woman. Here's yeah. how I would answer that. And I'd say you could use Michael Sarah's character. Okay. Of like he's not like you could, I don't even care like the the number of people who you say like maybe it's the majority of the Kens or a, a smaller number like it doesn't matter the number but as long as you have like, at least one like as Michael Sarah is being like the ideal Ken of like or an Alan. not everybody thinks like him or like who his name's Alan Alan oh that's right yeah not everybody is like Alan but maybe more of the Kens should lead by his example or something like that instead of just like all of the Barbies think this way. All the Kens think this way. It's yeah. kind of, it's too group, yeah. group oriented. And it takes the individual basis oh. away and takes away the human aspect away more. Yeah. So I think if you followed someone like Alan Moore or one of the other Barbies and be like, oh, they're actually a little bit different. So maybe this is how you perceive everybody. Maybe actually sometimes in that group, you do see someone who's good or who's trying to do the right thing because then you almost feel overshadowed that like, all of your efforts to try to be not what the stereotypical like bad male figure is or bad female figure is. It's like you're not being overshadowed anymore if you at mm. least have a character that you can identify with, if that makes sense. That yeah. makes complete sense, yeah. I think to add to it, obviously we didn't see the ending, but what the story kind of was getting towards, and I don't know by the time this will come out. However, I I will, might have seen this a second time by the time this comes out. So I might like throw my own voice in here to like finish off the story. Um, but obviously when they get to the real world, Ken decides, which I actually didn't expect. I already told you, that. I didn't know Ken was going to be the bad guy because I haven't like watching the trailers, or whatever he goes back to Barbie land becomes, oh, what do he call it? Ken something. Ken Mojo Ken Dojo. Ken's Casa Mojo Doza, Dojo Casa Dojo House, Casa House. Yeah, yeah. which was really funny because it, it wasn't really that funny, but they kept using that exact terminology every time. And you're like, all right. Um, but basically, you know, it gets to the point where they're, they need a resolution. And Barbie realizes that they haven't necessarily treated the Kens the best way. And the Kens have realized they haven't necessarily treated the Barbies that way. And maybe each Barbie needs their own Ken and they need to work together to make Barbie land a better place. Which is great. That solves one half of the problem. The other half of the problem is how do we fix this in the real world? And maybe they get into that. I kind of, I kind of was figuring out, or just as in, assuming that the mom was maybe going to become the CEO of Mattel or something like that, or like she was going to get a, a higher up position. Maybe that's where they're going to go with that. But that doesn't solve the problem that this movie establishes. Of oh, all men seem to be this way, all women seem to be this way in the real world. How do we? get them to stakes you know, are too high very high especially in the real world yeah like all men like the stakes are we need all of a certain gender to act a certain way and we need them yeah. to both come that's together the, as a collective that's almost the stakes of this movie yeah. Yeah. yeah it's very difficult to figure out what the the end goal should be based on this movie but i'm sorry i'm sorry how seriously should we take it though i don't think very seriously yeah again like i, I, I well. think you think know. we should? I, well, it all depends. A lot of it comes down to the author's intent, too. The author's I intent agree. is definitely to push this idea, Greta. <laughs> that was Greta? So Greta, come on out, Greta. <laughs> yeah. But is it. And Noah. It's really hyper- bon, bon. hyperbole to yeah. express what she's trying to say. The only Hyperbolic. Thing she, yeah. Yeah. But, <laughs> she, but it's like, how seriously do we take that? How far should we take it? Yeah, and I think there's a danger with making that hyperbolic because, like, I do think that it is a good message 
like that there are men out there who treat women this way and we should ridicule that and we should set an example of like how to actually do that but again that comes back down to my like you have to examine people on an individual basis you can't just group them all otherwise you're going to like overshadow those people who are actually trying to do the good thing yeah and so and i think that's what you need to do yeah Yeah. i see a great version of this film with that extra element added i think yeah Think you're very wise it it also needs to address the it or not address but empower the women and the girls that are watching this which i think it does but i'm talking like on a movie level mm-hmm. like here's the issue how can we bring up these characters particularly the mom and the daughter which i want to say they had a good relationship i think mm-hmm. everyone did a really good job at acting it's weird because i can't like this isn't like oscar acting this isn't like no blockbuster with like great intention acting this is like everyone's having a blast this seems like everyone's having a lot of fun in particular ryan gosling and simu leo who i think played great kens they're the two main kens and basically their entire thing is a rivalry i feel like simu was a lot more normal ryan gosling man i love you because we're all literally you dude is a complete weirdo and a creep in this movie (laughs) he's kind of scary yeah but he's good at it he's very good at it he drives he drives, yeah. You're right about not being Oscar-worthy performances. I thought America Ferrera's rant was just poorly acted. Very. However, it was. V- I was impressed about halfway through. I'm like, dang, like this is one take. Yeah, I got some AOC vibes. It reminded me of the She-Hulk. <laughs> <AOC vibes. laughs> yeah. It reminded me of the She-Hulk monologue at the end of episode one or two. That's gonna I go think. right over my head. Have you, you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I know what you're talking it's about. It's rough, bro. That's when I gave up on the show. I was like, all right, I'm done. Gosh. Um, but yeah. Oh, we, we do need to we do need to bring this up because we haven't talked about this at all. We've kind of been talking about like not necessarily negatives, but like kind of like the issues of the movie. First off, Barbie Land <laughs> looks beautiful. Oh, for sure. <laughs> it was outstanding. The makeup is incredible. Like they actually yeah. made everyone look like plastic for the most part. I mean, like if mm-hmm. if you threw some Kardashians in this movie, nothing <laughs> would need to be done. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, the music, the choreography, oh it was all great. You got Lizzo. You got Tame Impala. You got yeah. The Kid Leroy, Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa, by the way, great job. For like the one random second, you're you make a appearance, and then you have John Cena, which I just want to say was the worst Ken. Why is he in the movie? Everyone else kind of made sense. I'm like, okay. Anybody who can look good with their shirt off. But he doesn't look that good as a Ken. Yeah, he's but little, he's, like, he's yeah. like Chad Ken. That's fair. I like the, I, Chad Ken the, the physics of the world were great. I, I really found it funny when he went for the wave. Also, just, just, like, yep. just beach as a job is such a funny joke. <laughs> when he goes to the <laughs> beach in the beach. real world and he's like, you, you want to be a lifeguard? He's like, no, I'm not going to save anybody. I'm just going to stand right here. <laughs> and even if they were in danger, I'm not moving. <laughs> like, that was pretty – a lot of that, that stuff is good. really funny. I yeah. thought some of his mannerisms were really good too. Oh, yeah. he would talk about like, oh, you like – can I perform – what do you say? Can I pour, perform a layer and deck yeah. or something? He's like, yeah. does it make me a man make me qualify? Yeah. <laughs> or, can't, or when he asked for the job and he's like, patriotism. And yeah. then he's like, well, secretly, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there there were a lot of good scenes. I I did also find I shouldn't have found it as funny as I did, but I really liked the scene where Mattel shows up in the SUVs and they take her away, and he's like talking to this teacher like it's nothing. He's like, "Oh, well, that's you know the big big Mattel. Like they're gonna be completely fine. Maybe I should go save Barbie. But wait, what if 
I go back to Barbie land and mm. tell them about what I found. And I don't know, like that created <laughs> a good conflict in the Barbie land, I think. Yeah. yeah. But again, we didn't finish it, so I don't know how it played out. Will yeah. Ferrell and that entire subplot was pointless. It was kind of stupid. Yeah. I loved it, though. It I was kind it. of funny. I do like Will Ferrell. It was funny says, at times. He said sometimes in the middle of my board meetings, I just want to stop and say, let's tickle each other. <laughs> let's just have a, have a tickle true. retreat. He said. <laughs> he did, yeah, that was, that was my favorite part. It, it did feel random, Almost though. leaned over like, to Connor <laughs> and tickled him. Because yeah. I was like, that is One, very funny. And, and another female CEO, at, at some point, so we've had two. I have Jewish friends. His CFO, <laughs> that, by the way, that was fun. That his was, CFO was, was hilarious. When I think it was right before they went to Barbie Land, and he like I can't remember what he was talking about, but it was just really funny. But yeah. I mentioned that to you. It felt like they were forgotten about because they go to Barbie Land, and then like the whole Ken stuff happens, and then it's days later where the Barbies have completely convinced the other Barbies to come back, and I'm like. Dude, we just forget that Will Ferrell and all of them are still traveling here. Like, yeah. what took them so took long? Forever. And then they didn't even show up in Barbie Land. They show up in the middle of the choreography fight, just in the middle. And you're like, really? Like, yeah. this is how they show up? Yeah. And again, we didn't get the resolution. Convoluted. We don't know how that all played out. But I don't know. Maybe there is no ending. Maybe they're still working on it. And like theaters everywhere are having <laughs> yes. quote unquote fires, fires to get people out. They're like, okay, we can't let them know that the movie is not finished yet. Let's you have to come back. Out. Yeah. Um, refund everyone there. fully. <laughs> yeah, theaters, huge fan of that. Yeah. I think plot wise, that's pretty much all that we did. I guess we can obviously talk acting. Margaret Robbie did a great job. She's great. Yeah, of course. she's good. She's uh, so good. And the narrator said, She's like, I'm just not pretty anymore. And that was hilarious, by the way. Where, what, what was the like, exact okay. word? The narrator's like, uh, a note for uh, studio yeah, writers or something like that. Yeah, note for writers that don't don't cast Margot Robbie for the scene. It, it doesn't, doesn't work. work yeah, like that, that was pretty that. funny. Yeah. I, I, I really that. appreciated the Zack Snyder joke as well, mm-hmm. where she snapped out of it. She was like, oh, tons <laughs> of Warner Brother jokes in this. Yeah. A lot of Warner Brother jokes. I, I wasn't, there was even the little Warner Brother tower. I, that's what I was going to say. I wasn't a huge fan of that. That I, that was, I was talking about this on the way here. I wasn't a huge fan of how in the real world, it was real world, but when it would be Mattel or Warner Brothers themed, it would look like Barbie Land. Like it, there true. wasn't, yeah. there was Mattel no contrast. <laughs> it looked super weird. It was like the tallest tower, the, the, which made no um, sense. The cubicles were like, that seems so weird. Yeah. That that was just I understand that like the whole Mattel thing is supposed to kind of make sense with Barbie Land, but I think it should have been a little bit more realistic to the real world because then you're like, well, are we in Barbie Land? Are we not? I don't know. I actually quite enjoyed the Mattel play playing things that they did with it. It was I thought it was fun. Yeah. I thought it brought it to life. It's not just a boring fair. company and I think the kids will recognize it. And I guess maybe alongside your point, because I was a little more leaning on uh, Jaden prior, but now that you put it into that perspective, it almost would make it seem kind of just like too much like a rehash of something like Elf, where it's yeah. just like a fish out of water of like, oh, you have this super rubbly character in this super dark grim world. Yeah, that's And we've true. seen that a lot. Yeah. So I guess this is this is an approach to it. I don't think it's a necessarily an accurate approach, but I guess it makes sense. Yeah, it's yeah. like the real world doesn't have to be regular either. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do like also want to add. I still do understand the qualm that yeah. you have, Jaden. I want to add further Mattel stuff, but the entire movie, the green screen work is really well done. Like it doesn't look real, but it doesn't take you out of it either. Like I mostly noticed 
when she first walks in and the doors close behind her, you're like, well, that's just a green screen. But it doesn't yeah. look bad. It doesn't look like some MCU green screen where you're like, oh, Ooh. for sure. They use that. They use the toy thing to their advantage because, like, even when they're traveling between Barbie Land and the real world, yeah. like the rocket and the whatever other transportation devices, those are cool. It's like a play almost. Yeah. And I think a lot of the green screen stuff helps because you can, like, their skin is very much, they definitely have some digital work over it when they're in plastic. Because, yeah. you know, there's the whole joke where she's like, well, look at your thigh right there, which I thought was really funny. Yeah. yeah. That, that whole scene. Weird Barbie so was like. a good character, I thought. Yeah. No, she was great. Yeah. Was that Charlize Theron? No. That, that was, was Kate. Kate yeah, Kate yeah, that was Kate McKinnon. SNL. I was yeah. thinking, uh, yeah, I was mixing them up always. Yeah. She was great. Was How good. do you mix up Kate McKinnon and Charlie Theron? Yeah, I don't really I see would, it. I always a, think Charlie's I thought Charlie's Theron the entire movie. I don't know why. I know I, I it made perfect sense. I, I didn't know she was in the movie, so I'm like, who's gonna be weird Barbie? And then the second I saw it, I'm like, oh my god, of course. Of course. Of course it's yeah, I Who saw else her and would I was be? like, oh yeah. Yeah, it made perfect sense. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I, I the big plot reveal or the plot twist was that it wasn't the daughter that she was after, it was the mom. Mm-hmm. I told you because I thought mm-hmm. it was like maybe she played with Barbie back in the day and Barbie's like the reality's finally hitting that oh Barbie hasn't been played with in a while like this is a big issue. Yeah. It was a little weird story. that she's like oh well I felt like our relationship hasn't been good recently so I got the Barbies out. like what like that made no sense like just talk to your daughter yeah that I was confused with because I thought maybe especially like in the scene where they're like hugging I thought okay so maybe they're gonna like write like the dad passed away or like they're going through a divorce or something. But then like the big joke is that the dad is just an idiot. Yeah. Like, Oh, we don't need to tell him where we're going. We don't need him. He's, he's stupid. Yeah. I was like, okay, so then what was the doing Duolingo? Yeah. Like just talk to your daughter. But it's going to be that hard. Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting because I don't think that twist was necessary. Why couldn't it have been the daughter? That's a good point. I think it made sense as the mom, but I would have been okay if it was like, like, you know, she's seeking the daughter and then realizes, oh, the mom is who had played with me the whole time growing up. It, maybe at least it was just maybe too soon. Oh, very. I would have liked, especially at the end, where like, it's like once Barbie finally realized, let's say that she realized the whole, like, we need to like work with the Kens. Like maybe she talked to the daughter and then she like it kind of clicks like oh my gosh the whole time it was actually you yeah. it was literally the first scene she's like oh yeah i was the one playing and you're like okay yeah it was like within what like five minutes or something probably less than that yeah but i don't know again it's hard to talk about this movie because we didn't finish it yeah <laughs> that's what we keep coming back to <laughs> i think for what we watched i enjoyed it i already letterboxed what i watched i i mean i said i didn't finish it you I, put it at? i gave it a seven or a three and a half yeah, stars. yeah three and a half. i saw him put it like yeah it was fun i love every single actor and actress in this i didn't know that uh alexandria ship is in this and i'm still waiting for you to dm me back it's been a while i think i said literally every time she's on almost screen i was relationship. like I was like, really? I love There's her. Situation ship. Totally. Yeah. I've tried to riz her up on this podcast a few times, actually. Oh, but, uh. Dude, every time she appeared on screen, I was like, dude, you are literally that Ken right now. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Who is, like, our favorite? Other than Margot and Ryan, because I feel like they're the, the, the obvious Ooh, choices. Michael Sarah. Oh, yeah. He I was agree. pretty good. He's good. But probably best Ken is I think Simu. No, Ryan got. Uh, I can't choose Ryan. Gunn. I think Simu was pretty good. Ryan. I thought he was pretty good. I really liked, and 
obviously this is intentional because it's what he's recent it's what he's famous for now is shang chi i loved in the the dance fight the beach off as i'm gonna call it mm-hmm. he like was actually doing some of the moves oh, and nice. then like ryan gosling was trying to interpret i'm like this is kind of funny i, I like this i like this yeah, I did kind of notice that. It was like Kung Fu almost. Yeah. That's cool. Also, yeah. I was impressed everyone could dance. Like, actually, everybody could dance. I was yeah. very impressed. Yeah, there were a couple good Barbies, I think. Um, I like President Barbie a lot. She's pretty funny. Yeah, she was good. There's the one where you press the arm and something about her grows. That one was good. <laughs> something about her. Yeah. <laughs> something. I don't know. Who knows what it could be? Yeah, I don't know. I actually want to look that up later. I don't know if that was... I'm it's assuming not, it was real. It can't be a real one. There's no way. But that's just crazy. I did know about the TV in the back. That, I think, is funny because, like, why? Yeah. Like, why? Like, is who that thought that was too? a good idea? That was a real one, yeah. yeah. Why would they do that? I think that was in, like, the 90s. Like adding a they TV to anything then? cool. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> but, yeah. I Honestly, I don't know what else we can talk about. Well, we can talk about the uh, Alexander Payne movie that's coming out. You guys excited about that? The holdovers. Um. Yes. Wow, Ben, what a turn. <laughs> yes. No, I was just thinking about this. No. I, yes. I got so excited when I saw that this movie was coming out and Alexander Payne was directing it. Does anybody here that's... know who Alexander Payne is? No. Go ahead and mansplain though. Yes. Do you know? Do you know? Uh, no, no, no. Go do tell. Do you know the movie Election? Yes. I've heard of it. Why? He directed it. Oh, that's the only thing I know about it. I watched Election. It's a pretty good movie. But the holdovers but, is the movie that, like, audio-wise and visually, it's it supposed like to look like it's made in the eighties or nineties. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which is kind of Alexander Payne's mo. I think it's going to be a fun time, but it's also going to be really depressing because you're going to find something out about the teacher, or the the student. You're going to be like, oh man, that sucks. Mm. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot. It's gonna be a, a no. Election film. was a tough movie to swallow because it's a black comedy and it's like uh, has a pretty like tough. Yeah, just tough ending in general. Yeah. Oh, That's late August, right? Or is that in like September? I think it's like October. in November. I think. It's oh wow, I'm now. way off. Yeah. So yeah, no, I just took that for a huge turn. But that's just how much how little we have to talk about Barbie right now. Yeah. You know, I'm ready to see again. What? Paul Thomas Anderson. I, I agree. Haven't seen him I haven't seen Licorice Pizza. Um, it wasn't great. I look. I'm gonna be honest. I went into it blindly. I knew that people were divisive. When you find out the age difference, that's when it gets real weird. Because I, I I'm not saying he's justifying like sexual predators and stuff like that, but it's like really uncomfortable. Because you're yeah. like, ooh, I don't know. How I feel about this. Isn't isn't uh, Oppenheimer? Isn't Killian uh, Murphy like 53? And then, uh, no, 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 but we're talking about like a teenager and a teenager uh, and a, I mean, she's in the film or actress, the actress in real life. He was, he wasn't a teenager, but in, in licorice pizza, she's like in her either early or late twenties. And he's supposed to be like 14, no 15. Uh, yeah. It's a little uncomfortable. Yeah. And like, she's, yeah. And like, she's getting jealous of the high school girl that he's dating and it's just like weird. She get she gets. I'm not. Uh, uh, this is the last thing I'll spoil. She gets a job at where he works, and it's like one of those places they don't care what you wear. So she'll basically be wearing like nothing to try to seduce him. And you're like, why? Why? Who? Why did you write this and think, yeah, this is good? I don't know. It's like Stephen let's King get some novels. new standard Paul Thomas Anderson. Let's, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's there will go be back blood. Let's get some Phantom Thread and let's there. Phantom Thread is really Magnolia. Yep, yep. All dude, music to my ears, dude. Those movies are like 
yeah no problems with them phantom thread blew me out like oh, blew me away gosh. blew you out shoot dude yeah just started crazy they're in, yeah they're so insanely good but licorice pizza where did that come from i need to see inherent vice yeah i do too yeah that i hear yeah, i don't think any of us have seen great. that one have you seen that one i'm not no no yeah, maybe maybe we'll all watch that and do an episode one day. But yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, maybe we we'll don't watch Birds of Prey. Maybe we'll, we'll watch it with Paul Thomas Anderson. Have you watched we'll Birds watch of Prey? Birds. No. Okay. So I like Birds of Prey. I hate to say it. Getting back on topic, and maybe this will be one of the last questions. But yeah, I got one more. you can't use any of the actors that are currently in the movie. Who would you cast as some of the the Barbie characters? So maybe we'll do. Let's let, let's just we'll say do Barbie, Barbie and Ken. Ken, and then the head of Mattel. Oh, Barb, this is tough. Head of Mattel would be Steve Buscemi. Oh, oh okay. I, really I would good. like to see. I would like to see uh, uh, Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito as like the cool. big twist. Like you could even pull uh, the whole like, you know, you see him step on the big like step stool like up above, and then he like gets down. You could pull one of those cliches with him. How about Jesse Plemons? Jesse Plemons. Mm-hmm. Jesse Plemons would be good. This is gonna be this is gonna be bad, but I could see them doing this. Chris Pratt as Ken. Yeah, Ooh. I was gonna say Henry Cavill as Ken. <laughs> Henry Cavill as Ken. I okay. don't. Yeah. Brad Pitt as Ken. No, too old. Too old. Too old, probably. Yeah. Mm. No, Mar- Timothy Chalamet. Why didn't I even think I about it? I knew you were gonna no, say that. I didn't think about it. Irish Ken. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, because that that would be a funny joke, dude. Because there wasn't no fat mm. Ken. Barbie. I had somebody in mind, but now I can't. I was thinking maybe Anya Taylor Joy, but I don't know if that would necessarily. No, work. she's like too. She's too she young. doesn't really fit the mold. I don't mm. think. That's why it had to be Margot Robbie. I think. I think it. Yeah, it's hard to imagine anyone besides Margot Robbie. For some reason, my mind immediately went to Natalie to Natalie Portman, but she's like could. old, older now. So yeah, that wouldn't work. Natalie Portman's. I don't know. Ooh, she's, Tessa Thompson. She's not Tessa Thompson. Much do it. Yeah. I feel like Barbie's yeah. kind of tall. But if you have to go for like a blonde. Like you have to go cliche, stereotypical Barbie, blonde, as they call stereotypical. Her. It would be hard to go with anyone other than Margaret Robbie. Yeah, kind of just fits too well. Yeah, I don't. Re- I honestly can't tell you who. Like, I feel like Scarlett Johansson would have been a great Barbie a couple, like maybe ten years ago. Yeah, but could, she has red hair. Could a blonde Elizabeth? No, she's Olsen. blonde she in was, real life. She's blonde in real life. Blonde Elizabeth Olsen when she was younger, maybe. What do you mean younger? Mm-hmm. I think Elizabeth also be great now. She's, yeah. I think the I same guess age I forget as Margot, Margot Robbie's yeah. in her thirties at least. Yeah, and and Late Elizabeth 20s. Olsen was super young when she started acting. Yeah, like in Age of Ultron, I think she's only like twenty. That uh, oh, really? that sounds awful, bro. We're like doing nothing with it. Like we're dang, that's kind of sad. Doing like we're we're in our twenties and these people are already. Yeah, respectfully, Chris Evans is Ken. Yeah. Give it a uh, yeah. Ryan vibe is like Ryan Scott Pilgrim as well. Yeah, Scott Pilgrim versus the World yeah. vibes. What about Michael Sarah as Ken? Oh, there you go. <laughs> That's be a the good film. one. The Jonah only Hill. reason he was put in this film as Alan is because <laughs> Jonah, of the Jonah Hill. Michael yeah. Sarah. Jonah, Jonah Hill. I think Brie Larson could do it as well. But again, I feel like she's a little too old. Give her five years ago, maybe. Yeah. What about Charlize Theron? <laughs> she could probably do it. Maybe. I don't know. I think Gal Gadot was probably by Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. Jennifer Lawrence would have been good too. I think Tom Holland would be a good Ken. Zendaya. <laughs> Red yeah. Zimbot. I don't know. I don't I I would say no. But I don't know. Anyways. Alright. I think that good might thoughts. be it. I guess the last thing, obviously Barbie's gonna be the much more successful film than Oppenheimer, just based on the fact that this is more readily available. It's in mm-hmm. double the theaters. 
do really. we th- yeah do we think that this is going to be the most successful i don't want to say weekend because obviously it's already on pace are both of these movies going to be the saving grace of Combined. the summer because it has been yeah. a detrimental I, yes. summer was yes. the mario yes. movie technically summer no, no, no but that was a that was billion dollars. that's going to be the biggest movie of the year there's no question yeah. okay then you, yes i think so yeah yeah i mean we could say that the safe cinema but in a lot of ways it feels like it did because this felt like a moment yeah but then think about it we have two more moments coming up we have tmnt and the meg 2 i mean who could yeah, have asked for true. a better follow-up equalizer three so that's gonna be haunted mansion i mean i'm excited haunted for haunted that mansion. could be cool I'm a huge Owen Lakeith Wilson. Steinfield fan, so I can't wait I'm to watch he, him in the Owen Wilson. Fan. Yeah, I mean, Owen Wilson wow. for me. Loki season two. Wow. If that ever comes out. Hopefully. If does. Jonathan Majors can ever figure his life out. You know? Oh, my goodness. Oh, with that being said. Anything right now. With, yeah, with that being said, again, none of us have finished Barbie. I'm going to say seven out of ten is what I'm thinking so far. Yeah. I'm going to give it a Barbie out of ten. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'll go with seven out of ten. Six, probably. Six shoot 6.5 maybe yeah i i adjust mine based on what zach says there you go (laughs) well with that being said uh we will catch you i don't know when the next time you guys will hear us i don't know when you guys will hear them next sometime no we'll we'll do we have a more set schedule for the at least the next couple weeks we'll do a reunion uh zach will follow us on instagram one day but today's not that day so 